Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500. All right, here we all are. Welcome to the show. We were so excited to take our show to Nashville for the very first time, where I had the privilege to sit down with one of the greatest icons on planet Earth. Yes, she is a musician. Yes, she is a style icon. Yes, she is an actress. But really, I think of her as an ambassador to humanity. She has the biggest heart. She is such an incredible person. And for so many decades, she has brought us together. And anyone who can pull that off, well, she's my hero. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one, the only, Dolly Parton! I just need to come out and say that you are my absolute idol. And I think the reason really is, is because of longevity, but also kindness. You know, it's touching to me when people say that I've inspired them or that I've helped them and I've tried to be a good person, so. How have you managed for all of these decades to be someone who is so very yourself, but never alienate people. Like, mm. I'll give you an example, okay? <laughs> like, here are the moments where I'm I I'm just really... watching close to see where you're going with it. Sometimes I don't it's even know. Being, being myself is why I'm still around. I think I don't know always where to go because oh. I don't, I mean, I've been on the other side of that chair and I never wanted to be a journalist who just wanted to hit questions and get an answer. I, I think of this as like an opportunity to realize dreams. Like I was looking at this wig and you said here <laughs> that, you know, you didn't know, you know, what people made of it, but you loved it and you thought it was sweet and cute. 
you yeah. wore these ribbons and bows in your hair. And I used to wear fresh daisies in my hair to the Academy oh, Awards. I used to, when we were putting this book together, uh, looking back through all those pictures, going back all through the times, and I would just laugh out loud. I'd think, oh, my Lord, was I serious? My Aunt Colleen, who was doing my hair at the time, she was very creative and very artistic, and, and my hair was always bigger than me. I'm not very big, but my hair is really big. <laughs> but she, you know, she always loved doing that, and now Cheryl Riddle, who is my hairdresser now, I always say, now, don't get to believe in my publicity. Don't get, don't get to make <laughs> is bigger than me. Remember that old saying, the higher the hair. Closer to God. Yeah, no, in a way, that's kind of true. <laughs> I think all country girls used to, all, all, you couldn't be a country singer if you didn't have big hair. You couldn't be a gospel singer if you didn't have big hair. I don't know where, it's just like that. Your hair is your glory. There's a scripture in the Bible, but I think we might have overdone it. I like but, when you wore four wigs on top of each other to, <laughs> to get the look. Well, I'm sure I did. I, yeah. It says it in yeah. here. Um, okay. Oh, these boots? Okay. I'm made for walking. Yeah. D Fabrizio. Yes. I wore all his shoes in made, the movies. In the Charlie's shoes. Angels so I could do stunts. Oh. So they were made to my feet and they were the tallest shoes you'd ever see, just like you used mm -hmm. to wear. And he molded my foot. Yeah, and have did to do it. your feet because you couldn't wear those high heels. And you do didn't all the stuff. A good arch, yeah. And yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I'm probably a little damaged from all the high heels. Well, but I probably am too, but I'm not going to stop wearing them. I, I told them I'm going to be like, I know, like uh, Mae West, they said she used to sit in her uh, wheelchair and uh, you loved wear her Mae high West. heels. I did, yeah. She was like someone I identified with because she was little and she loved being gaudy and big and showing her stuff. My favorite <laughs> joke of hers still to this day is, Miss West, Miss West, we've got 30 men outside waiting to see you. And she goes, oh, honey, I'm tired. Send 10 of them home. <laughs> the yeah, best. I loved all of her, her little quips, yeah. She, you put a dress of hers in here that I I've did, not... Did I, did, is there a picture in there of me dressed as her? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's a few uh, nods to her, but there's a gown you put of her in here that was uh, very lacy and only had coverage in sort of that triangular area and I thought now that's fashion and for the era at, at back time, then yeah. so going back then when I went to Dollywood and when I was studying you so much in my 20s and I you know grew up with you and I started like you have a passage here about how much you loved Johnny Carson oh I did love him that was the very first talk show I did at oh, seven years old in 1982 so, I mean, even though I'm a little bit younger, like, we did travel oh, same circles, <laughs> similar times. I, why did you love Johnny Carson well, so much? Well, I, I just loved how he was. I thought he was funny, but I thought he was basically shy. And I know we would talk a lot in uh, between commercials. Yes. And, and uh, I really felt like we got to know each other. And it makes a difference when people talk to you in commercials, and I noticed when they didn't. And I wasn't <laughs> offended by it, but I just thought, oh, they're that kind of person. They're, they're doing yeah. their job. To me, it all blends in. It's all yeah. messy. But Johnny was just great. He was a great guy, and he was funny, and he was sweet, and I just liked him. He he was very generous. He was very kind to me because I was very country at the time, and that's when I was just beginning to go around to the big city people and do all that, and he sensed that somehow. And so he always tried to make me feel more comfortable and play with me in a way like a, you know like someone just trying to make me more at ease. 
That's exactly how I felt because I was seven years old and I took out my teeth and I put them on his desk because I well, had... I didn't take my teeth out for Well, <laughs> you know, maybe you would have had, you know... I... I've been watching you since you were tiny, so you had fake teeth to... When you did the movies, right? When yeah, your teeth came out. Yeah, when I was a baby and I was losing teeth. I'm sure I'll be in false teeth again. It'll all come full circle. Well, you don't have to tell everything. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. I, do, don't I? I no, can't help it. you don't it. have to tell everything. You seem like a very open-hearted, open-book oh, person. Oh, I am, but we all have our, our personal little secrets. I'm, I'm a very private person to be honest, even though I'm very open to the public. And I'm very honest, if you ask me a question, I'll tell you the truth. And I know who I am, uh, what I, I know what I know, and I know what I don't know. I know what I will do, what I won't do, what I should do, what I shouldn't do. And I just have that built-in monitor inside myself. Did you always have that? Did <clears throat> yeah. it grow and evolve over time? Well, everything grows and evolves, you develop even in my music or, you know, even in just a, as a person. You're, that's why they say wisdom comes with age. And if that's true, I ought to be really smart about now. <laughs> I think you are always smart. You say things in a way that is so who you are and what you believe, and yet you say it in a way that includes everybody else. Well, I love everybody. I always know that there's that little God light, that little thing in every human being, and I try to go to that because I know that nobody would be the way they are if they could be different. You know, it's like I wrote a song called Whatever You Are, Be That. Whatever you do, do that because anything else is just an act. So whoever you are, be that. And I, I just, I'm not a good enough person or a good enough Christian to judge and criticize other people. I want to be loved and accepted. So the least I can do is to try to love and accept other people. And I love the difference in people. Me too. Just like that spice, the variety of life being spice, you know. I mean, if everybody was the same, what well, you know, it would be a boring life, wouldn't it? <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. with the legendary Dolly Parton. I mean, there's just not enough time to say enough good things about her, so let's just get right back into it. Take a look. Here we are, and I feel like... Oh, look at us! <laughs> 
Well, I had on less clothes than you. Oh, you were showing your little butterfly. And your little belly, and I was showing my big, you know, big personality. I, the <laughs> butterfly connection also speaks oh, to me. Yeah. Because butterflies meant so much to me as a kid, and they're such a signature for you. And here we are, and I feel like, I mean, I'm looking a little come hither in this photograph, but. Oh, well, you look cute. You weren't even born when that was done, were you? I was, I was three. You was three years old when yes. I did my first. And, okay. and working like a dog. I know, already. I I, I I love that we have this connection. Yeah. And it's scary for me to dare to ever even say I feel like I have so much connection or commonalities or aspirations towards you, but I look at the hair, I look at the butterflies, I look at the playboy, I look at the encouragement for everyone to be who they truly are and love them for it. And that's why you're so important to me. It's because there's no one who doesn't love you on the planet. Oh, there is, but we don't want to hear about them. And don't write in and say, I'm not one of these. No, we have a few people that wrote in on facts, actually, to ask you questions. Why the fax okay. machine? It's my favorite thing in the world. It's oh. the written word, but in an instant. In an instant. But you know what? I am not. I always say I'm a low... I'm a low-tech girl in a high-tech world, but I surround myself with all these people that are into that high-tech world, but I don't want to talk to everybody that wants to talk to me. I don't text because I don't want to have to answer. If somebody calls me, I'll, I'll answer if I want to talk to them, or I'll call them back when I can. Otherwise, I've got too much to think about than to clutter my mind up with everything else. I'm certainly not a stupid person. I could learn it if I wanted to, but I'd rather just have my fax machine call in my creative stuff to my crew, and I've got the best crew in the world, and I surround myself with great people, but I just don't have time to just sit with my face in the phone all day. How do you think people <laughs> can learn to accept that about themselves? Like, I'm not on email because it's just too much for me. I'm away from my phone all day at work, and it's it texts, it's such a expectation of people to get back to everyone in this yeah. world. How can you allow some personal permission to not be on the hamster wheel all the time for everybody? Well, I prefer to have a lot of time to myself. That's where I do my thinking. That's where I do my creating. And if I get in, I don't even care what other people are doing. I watch the news. I know what's going on. Me I too. read everything, get my hands on. But I just don't have time to do all of that crazy stuff and to be involved in too much. That's why I have management. That's why I have people. That's why I have a good team. And I'm not making excuses. I just don't want to do it, and I never will do it. And they laugh at me because I have my little fax machine. I thought, well, you either call me and I'll answer, or if you want to send me something, fine. Otherwise, I'll call. I'll call my crew or anybody. I'm surrounded with people around me. And so you I love don't miss them, it. and they're your friends, and they're you, they speak for you, and you all speak well for each other, mm -hmm. eloquently and kindly to everybody. But you manage it all by asking for help, knowing your boundaries, knowing what you're interested in, what you're not, and mm -hmm. making that a peaceful decision for you that you don't feel guilty about. Well, I don't feel guilty about any of it. I know exactly who mm -hmm. I am and what I, you know, what I want, and like I said before, what I will and won't do. How do you not feel guilty? What should I feel guilty about? I mean, uh, people pleasing, trying to get I, everything I done. That's what I said. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to. I think I just worry all the time about 
everyone else's comfort so much that could I affect it more positively? If I'm not involved, is that affecting anyone negatively? Um, and I work with a therapist who also is very clear on there's a certain step where it becomes almost incredibly self-indulgent and arrogant to think that you're also at the center of anyone's mind and world. <laughs> Which So it's not coming from an ego, it's coming from a caretaking place. I'm a real caretaker. Are you a caretaker? Oh, absolutely. I care more That's about That's what you people. seem like. Yeah, I am. But I also have to say something for me, of me, so I can care for other people. And did you, you cannot know give that? it all away. You have to always save something of you for you. So I know when I have to stop. I, you know, I know. You know, I mean, of course, I'll continue the next day to do it. But I also know, okay, uh, that's about all I can handle with that right now. So I'll go away, pray about that, think about that, deal with it, process it, and just see what I need to be doing about it, and just gather strength and. Just go about it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I love this book so much, and I think it's so important to bring people behind the scenes. It's a beautiful book, and I'm very proud of it. You talk about share and wanting to be presentational, and it's, you know, you give so much credit, you know, to everyone you work with, too. I had mentioned my niece, but Rebecca? Holly, yeah, yeah, niece, uh, but uh, Holly George Warren, she helped a lot with putting this together, helping us put all that together. So I wanted to make sure that I mentioned her as well. You do, and these are artists. You know, Bob Mackey, he worked with Edith Head. You know, yeah. Edith Head probably worked with my family, the Barrymore. I know, those people, you know, I've been around a long time, but I'll go back. But with Ann Roth, I mean, she was just so good. She did the 9 to 5 movie. I and, know, and you had her come and sing on the sound, I know, on the recording. Because you wanted I, women uh -huh. in, the, in the mix. I did. I only wanted women, because it was 9 to 5, it was about women. So we brought all. Uh, all the women down to the studio to sing, it's and I even movie. I even recorded my nails on it. It says "Nails" by Dolly. <laughs> Can you tell that? My microphone is right here. <laughs> Working nine to five, what a way to make a living. Where's your microphone? <laughs> I have um, I, I go piano uh, oh, teacher short. Oh, you have short. no nails. Do you bite your nails? No, no. I don't know what it is. I, 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 I have short nails. 
Well, that's okay. Very boring. We are all different. I have my nails are just ridiculously long. Can you said here that I wake up with a new dream. I wake up with new dreams every day. May I ask what your dream today is? Well, my dream is to get this rock album uh, done, and uh, my dream is just to get on through next week and enjoy that and then take off some time and just be with family and uh, enjoy uh, that for a few days. Does rock embody everything for you? Does it embody country and theatrics and hair and makeup and wardrobe and attitude and confidence and style? Is it a a good melting pot of so much of who you are. Is that why? That I did this rock and yeah. roll? Yeah. Well, actually, they put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, I remember, which and you, I were, did, you I didn't, didn't want to. You well, were apprehensive. But they did it anyhow. And I accepted it gracefully. And then I thought, well, I'm going to have to earn my keep. If I'm going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame years after I'm gone, I want to at least have some reason to be there other than what they said. So I thought, well, I'm going to do a rock album. I'm just going to have that. So years from now, they'll say, Dolly Parton in Rock and Roll. Did you ever hear her rock album? <laughs> you know, I wanted to have something actually to say. So I got to actually work with some of the great iconic artists and some singing some of the great iconic songs. And your goddaughter is Miley, Miley Cyrus. Miley, I know. We did Wrecking Ball on the album. Don't you love her? I love her so much. Oh, she's so talented, so special. She seems fearless in the yeah, sense of Yeah, she is. She knows who, who she, she is. is. Yeah. And figuring it out along the way. People are always saying, do you tell, do you help Miley? Do you tell her what to do? I said, no. Miley's Miley. Miley's going to know what to do because she's what I was saying. She knows who she is. She knows what she needs. She knows, and she goes about it. She's willing to, you know, to sacrifice for it. And I always have been too. But working with all those great women is great. And we had a lot of uh, girl, wonderful girls on my rock album, the Rock Star album. I had Pink, Brandy Carlisle, had Pat Benatar, I had Ann Wilson, had Joan Jett. Melissa Etheridge. Icons. I know, got all these, and Stevie Nicks. Oh. And we all, you know, we just all had a great time on this. So I didn't want to just have all the guys on the rock star. I wanted some great girl power. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. incredible Dolly Parton for allowing all of us to visit her in Nashville, particularly me. Um, 
It is an experience that I will never forget um, and have looked forward to my entire life and then will pretty much be dreaming about for the rest of my life. Now, check this out. This is Dolly's new book. It is so cool. It's called Behind the Seams, if you get my drift, because it is all about her fashion, her life, um, her whole package, you know? She's Dolly Parton, she's everything. Um, and her new album, Rockstar, um, is out now. Uh, we love you, Dolly. I love you guys, by the way. Thank you so much for coming. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.